Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. I'd love to get your thoughts on the practice squad because we've mentioned a couple players and 17 game season. They're going to be a bunch of injuries. These guys are going to have an opportunity to say something sooner rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we'll, uh, I'll run down that list here as uh, quickly. The, so the guys that I don't have back in the practice squad for, for a variety of reasons, uh, I, I, I look at miles Gaskin, Robbie chosen and Tyler Croft. I don't have them in the practice squad because I think if they get cut, that they're going to get signed by another team and they're not going to make it back on the practice squad. Um, AJ Johnson's an interesting guy where he was signed today. Now this is a guy that back in 2019 and 2020 was one of the top 10 inside linebacker uh, in the NFL. And then he, he, now he's 31. He tore his pec in 2021 and, and he was on the Seahawks practice squad last year. I have to think he's just, he's just around for a training camp body for a week or two fine uh keon cross and i've got cut so i think if either you keep him or you cut him and he's going to go to another team as well um but as far as the practice yeah you got to think or or, uh yeah i i I would say so Uh, so when i look at the practice squad i've got eight on offense and eight on defense that i'm predicting uh on offense running back chris brooks wide receiver braylon sanders tight end tanner connor tight end julian hill Offensive tackle, Keon Smith, guard, Ryan Hayes, uh, center, Alama, Yulua Wave. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, I, I really ought to practice that name before I come on here. I, I said I would, and I, I got distracted, and I didn't. Uh, so he's the last uh, offensive player that I've got in the practice squad. Then defensively, Deshaun Hand hasn't shown a lot, but I think he's got potential, and he just came into this defense, so he's – a veteran that would be a prime candidate. Jalen Twyman is somebody you could, you know, I'm looking for more out of, but still you can pluck him off and maybe put him on the 53 for a game. Um, Aubrey Miller, Mitchell uh, Agude, and Garrett Nelson. I've got all three back on there. I'm hoping we get all three back on there. That would be really, I, I, I think, it would be great to have them back with the potential they've shown, but they're not quite ready. Cornerbacks, Jamal Perry and Perry Nickerson are two veterans I've got sticking around. So those are my fourth and fifth guys for the the veterans that have that eligibility. You can have up to six, but I've got five here. And then finally, most importantly, Kedron uh, Smith rounding out the, the 16 on the practice squad. Starting with the offense, um, when you look at your list, who do you think, you know, let's say the week through the preseason has the greatest opportunity to make a statement for one of those final roster spots? Let's say it's, you know, it's like the college basketball tournament. Who are the first three in or first four in? A good question. Um, let's go with the two tight ends, Tanner Connor and Julian Hill, because I think it is a, a coin flip with those guys. And, you know, this is not a tight end rich team. So if you see improvement here, throughout the season, 
it's it's not a big leap for one of them to jump up to the second tight end, you mm-hmm. know. And third guy would have to be Ryan Hayes because you drafted him. And I, I think he has shown some interesting mobility when he's been given that uh, that chance. And he can play guard. He can play tackle. He played left tackle for 38 games for Michigan in front of 100,000 people in, in Big Blue. So, you know, probably hasn't shown quite enough, but the Dolphins did draft him. And I think they'd be wanting to get him back in the practice squad, given the opportunity. I, uh, I think it was Robert Hunt. Uh, I apologize if I'm wrong, but I heard a quote about Butch Berry recently that I just love to get your thoughts on where they were talking about how with Butch Berry, like the, the key here is aggressiveness. We want to assert our dominance. And I think one line was even along the lines of uh, first, we want to be aggressive and we'll worry about technique later. I just like to get your thoughts upon hearing that. Yeah. And I was always wondering why they fired Matt Applebaum for Butch Berry, who a lot of Broncos didn't think a whole heck of a lot of. Well, now mm-hmm. we have our answer that Matt Applebaum was very deliberate, a smart guy. And, it, and I thought overall in his first year looked like a pretty good offensive line coach, but Butch Berry's a yeller. He's going to get in your face. And obviously Mike McDaniel felt that that was needed on the coaching staff, you know, between him and between Vic Fangio, you've got a lot more attitude on the coaching staff here this year. Let's, let's see if that pays off. I like that. I like that. Let's switch over to the defensive side. Who do you see really jumping up? I mean, it's it's hard to not think one of those uh, Mitchell Agude or, or Garrett Nelson have a real shot, especially if they come out, get those three sacks against a third string offensive lineman. It doesn't seem like the craziest thing in the world. Yeah, I I think they've got to marinate for a year. I, I hope that they get that opportunity as well. Hopefully they didn't make enough plays to where they fly off the page and get signed by another team. Um, but you know, Deshaun Hand and Jalen Twyman are probably the first two off off the bench here and on the squad on game day because, you know, they're they're a little bit thin on the defensive line right now. Um, and Jamal Perry. I mean, look, he, when you look at the ability to play inside, outside at, at defensive back and um, you look at the ability to play special teams and, and you know, he, he got back on the roster and, and got in the Tex- in against the Texans and looked really good. So, you know, somebody that if you're looking on game day, you know, you're looking for your best guys who can who can get not only on the field, but play a lot of different positions, especially if injuries come up. Got to be able to trust them, too. That's why Jamal Perry seems like such an interesting one. Uh, one one more last question. I think I've done this to, to you twice now, but I'm um, just kind of looking at this list. I think I mentioned defensive tackle earlier, um, but, you know, 53-man roster cut down day comes, goes. Uh, what's the first or second position you see the Dolphins really trying to attack, even if it's just finding that, that depth piece they've been missing? Defensive line's an obvious one, and after that, I'd say tight end, but – I think if you were to cut Eric Saubert and Tyler Croft to get a different tight end, you're going to be finding another version of Eric Saubert and Tyler Croft. So exactly. what's re- what's really the point? Charlie Warner's an interesting guy from the 49ers if he gets cut because he was drafted while Mike McDaniel was there. He's kind of a crafty guy, former Georgia tight end. That's a name to keep an Tyler eye crafty? on. Uh, Charlie Warner. No, is he Tyler Crafty? Tyler. Ah, see, yeah. Uh, uh, it's pretty clever. It's pretty clever. I mean, <laughs> uh, both come from San Fran. It could work. Why not? They're good. And they're, they're going to cut one of those tight ends because they drafted two this year. Um, Braylon Willis in the seventh round and, and Cameron Latou in the third round. And so, you know, they, I, I think they will end up cutting somebody that the Dolphins might look at um, on the defensive line. 
Um, I look at the Eagles who have are flooded with defensive line talent. And one guy named uh, Contravious Street is a player that was drafted by the Niners a few years ago and had a terrible injury at the time. And they still drafted him in the fourth round. He has worked his way back and is gotten more and more snaps every year. And now he's with the Eagles and hasn't made a lot of plays, but is somebody that I could see the Dolphins signing at 6'3", 297 pounds, and, and being that defensive end that they envisioned Deshaun Hand, Deshaun Hand was going to be. So that's a name to keep an eye on. If last year was any indication, the Dolphins definitely aren't done, whether that's Jonathan Taylor or just a couple pieces. To-